Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Good evening, everyone. Uh, how are you all? Great to have you here with us. Great to be here tonight with um, Pastor Akin is back. And so we're the three amigos. Uh, great, great to have you here, Ben. Great to have you here, Pastor Akin. How are you both? It's, it's great to be back. I've, I've uh, missed the last couple of weeks, and it was great to listening to the you know the recordings for the past two weeks. I listened to that, caught up with where we are, and it's uh, it's really great to be back again this evening. Great job, guys. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we're going through the Book of Revelation, as of course, and we're. Last week, we kind of finished chapter nine. We know that um, that was the the fifth trumpet was sounded. Uh, The star fell to earth, was was opened the abyss and out of the abyss came um, these terrible creatures like scorpions that um, brought sort of suffering, if you like, on mankind. Uh, But they... Um, they weren't given the power to kill people and they weren't they didn't uh, harm the earth either we had the descriptions of those we were talking weren't we about were these descriptions of you know particular um, modern day weapons that John was using the certain language and and things that he 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 knew from his day we read about this um, Abaddon who was the leader of uh, these hordes that came up and we also heard about well we read rather about the huge army of 200 million that came from these angels who released them from the river euphrates and we spoke about who they might be and how it might be you know somehow releasing the huge armies that came against god's people came against maybe israel we know that in the last days from various other scriptures that the nations of the world will surround Israel. And and we also read that a third of mankind were killed by, it says, fire, smoke and sulfur. And we, we talked about, you know, was that possibly a nuclear conflict? You know, people have said that those are some of the elements uh, released in nuclear warfare, sulfur, smoke, fire. And then right at the end of chapter nine, it said that, the rest of mankind who were not killed still did not repent of the work of their hands, of their worshipping of demons, idols of gold, silver, bronze, uh, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts or drugs even, some some translations say, their sexual immorality or thefts. So on, on the recap there, over to you gents, any, any comment on that uh, sort of chapter 9 before we read chapter 10? Lots of devastation, wasn't there? And, uh, yeah. you know, affecting the, the uh, affecting creation, which uh, well, it was always good, I think, to, after we'd seen this carnage happen, absolute devastation and killing of mankind and, you know, everything in the sea and all that kind of stuff, mm. we will see that actually God says, despite all this, I'm in control. I am mm. still in control. Despite all this, uh, you know, this uh, chaos. Very good, yes. Ben. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Yeah, bringing us back yeah. to showing, yeah, God is indeed in control. Yeah, great. Thanks. I don't, I don't, just again, it's just to, to 
that was just the thing that just keeps coming out from the whole of, of the well, it's the whole of scripture really, but the book of Revelation that we're studying now is that uh, these events that we that might even though we, we've read the, the, the book of Revelation and maybe some things we might have heard prophecies about them, but when they still happen, they still take us by surprise. And I think COVID was, was an example of that. But it's just that as we as we're going through this book of Revelation, we see that not, none of these things are, taken, are going to take God by surprise. In fact, He's actually telling us beforehand what is going to happen at the end of time, and it's very much so that even though we're actually reading the book of Revelation, we're seeing things and we've been discussing. We still, you know, there are some details that we're not we're still not clear about, even though it's written here. And again, that that's just another it's just another dimension of God's understanding, isn't it? Well, the, the things that John is, has written and that we're trying to decipher to say is he is he you know a man who's just trying to describe things that he's never seen before, or you know are these literal? Are they symbolic? You know these things that uh, John himself was shown, he probably didn't fully understand them himself. And we're reading about these things centuries later, and we still don't fully understand them themselves. But the God who revealed these things to John, he knows exactly. You know, he knows exactly what, what all of these things are. He knows exactly yeah. when they're going to take place. And I think that in, in in us going through this study, that's the thing we need to keep coming back to, I think, is the fact that, yes, some of these things are, might still be not very clear to us or they could be this or that or their mysteries. But mm. the, the, the important thing not to forget is that the God who we have a relationship with, he understands fully all of these things. And um, as we continue to... You know, to seek him. Uh, I think as Ben was saying, was it last week? Because as we, our focus is on him, as we are seeking him, he will begin to show us, even as some, maybe some of these things, maybe, we don't know whether we're going to be alive when these things take place. But as they do, as we keep, uh, you know, stay close to him, he will begin to remind us, say, look, just as Jesus did with his disciples, remember when I said this to you, remember when I said that to you? Yes, you know, yes. That's when the, you know, the spirit of God begins to minister to us. And look, you don't have to be afraid. Don't be worried. Yeah. These are things that have already been foretold in the book of Revelation. This is what this means. This is what this is where we are now yes. in all of these things. Yeah. And so we just need to keep, you know, keep, keep, let's keep as close to the Lord as we can and to, to one another as well, because we need one another as well in, in, on, on this journey that we're on to. Yeah, we're coming into chapter 10. It's it's a little interlude again between, you know, uh, before the very last trumpet, uh, which is sounded the seventh trumpet in chapter 11. But I, I want to just again, as part of kind of um, talking about what is happening here in general, it, right towards the end of chapter 11, of course, we'll come to that a, a bit later in our study. But it says the 24 elders they fall on their faces and they worship God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you've taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry, but your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your saints and those who reverence your name, both small and great and for destroying those who destroy the earth so if you like you know this is a time when you know god is 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 coming and he's actually bringing everything uh putting everything right you know bringing justice rewarding those who are to be rewarded and punishing those who are to be punished so anyway let's read chapter 10 here we go then, chapter 10, I'll read it out and we'll, we'll, we'll look at it more closely. Then I saw another mighty angel coming down from heaven. He was robed in a cloud with a rainbow above his head. 
His face was like the sun and his legs were like fiery pillars. He was holding a little scroll which lay open in his hand. He planted his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land and he gave a loud shout like the roar of a lion. When he shouted, the voices of the seven thunders spoke and when the seven thunders spoke, I was about to write but I heard a voice from heaven say, seal up what the seven thunders have said and do not write it down. Then the angel I had seen standing on the sea and on the land raised his right hand to heaven and he swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and all that is in them, the earth and all that is in it and the sea and all that is in it and said, there will be no more delay. And in the days when the seventh angel is about to to sound his trumpet, <laughs> sorry, to sound his trumpet, the mystery of God will be accomplished, just as he announced to his seven servants, the prophets. Then the voice that I had heard from heaven spoke to me once more. Go, take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea and the land. So I went to the angel and asked him to give me the little scroll. He said to me, take it and eat it. It will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. I took the little scroll from the angel's hand and ate it. It tasted as sweet as honey in my mouth, but when I had eaten it, my stomach turned sour. Then I was told, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, languages and kings. Okay, that's chapter 10. So here we have um, a kind of another heavenly interlude, a break in the, um, the judgments. Uh, very similar to a break in the seal judgments. There were six seal judgments. Then there was a heavenly interlude before the seventh seal judgment. Here we've got similar pattern, six trumpet judgments and then an, a heavenly interlude again. So picking up on this, right, I saw another mighty angel. Um, now, who is this mighty angel? We've got an angel above his head, face like the sun, legs like fiery pillars, one on the sea, one on the land, and holding the scroll, a roar like a lion, voice like seven thunders. Who is this angel? Um, who wants to pick up on this first? Go on then, Ben. Yeah, I know you've got uh, fair. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to share my hands too quickly, just because there's so much. <laughs> Pass so much Go on then. Yeah, you. you Ben's got the, uh, you know, he's got... The, oh, he's got the, okay, he's got the big one. Yes, in, 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 I mean, in, in reading this, uh, again, the, the commentaries, I guess that what I found on this, they, they, were, they were a bit old. And so um, some of them were saying, well, that the references to, uh, you know, his face was like the sun and his feet like uh, pillars of fire. And uh, the fact that what he had one leg on the earth and one leg on the sea seems to have to indicate that there was some sort of a dominion of authority that he had over the uh, over both. And so some of them were saying, "Well, this is this is this is Jesus." But yeah. um, you know, in reading the, the you know the, the, I think the beginning of the uh, of the chapter when he says, "I saw another mighty angel." Now this is not a reference to to the Lord. 
um, in the sense that when we when we see in the book of Revelation um, references made to the Lord, when we look yes. at chapters one, especially two and three, when the Lord was talking to the churches, mm. you know, he came and he made these declarations which yeah. signified, you know, his sovereignty. They, they signified he would come and he said, no, I'm the Alpha and the Omega. And he made every time he came to the church, there was always something of uh, of his sovereignty that was indicated. And yes. what we're seeing, what we're seeing here, there's more of like attributes of the Lord that you could. And I guess that's why maybe some of the commentators were saying, well, this could be Jesus because, you know, he's got one foot on the land, one foot on the sea, mm -hmm. seeming to indicate that, uh, you know, he's got authority over both. They speak about his voice being like the uh, the seven thunders and things like that. But I think later on as well in the chapter, as yes. you've read through, you see that there is uh, an instruction that uh, this angel actually receives from heaven. A voice from heaven speaks um, to this angel. Uh, I think verse um, eight, it says, then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to the spoke to me again and said, go take the little book, which is open uh, in the hand of the angel. So it's like there is a, an authority that is above this angel who's given an instruction to John. And John actually goes to the angel and he says, you know, can you give me the book? And we, we don't see this sort of interaction with Jesus when the, when John is interacting with, with, with Jesus. So I'm, I'm, I'm using, if you like, bits of information from hmm. previous chapters and what we actually see here to say that, uh, yeah, I, I will go along the line saying that, you know, this mighty angel is not the Lord, but is just as the scripture says, it, it's a mighty angel, but it's, it's not the Lord. Great. Thanks, um, Ben. Uh, over to you. Oh, I'm, I'm glad we uh, we agree. Yeah, <laughs> it's um. Uh, my my um, kind of investigations in this, they, they seem to, one commentator kind of focused on the word and how this angel is described, because he's described as I see another angel. And he goes back to the Greek, use, uh, the word for another means another of the same kind of thing. So you've got all these angels with the trumpets and you see, well, here comes another angel, rather than saying a word that means I see an angel of a different kind which would make you think, well, maybe he's speaking about the Lord. Um, so, yeah, it, it, that's, uh, it, it, there's, so, there's so much uh, there with that angel that, that relates to what we've seen of, of, of Jesus, you know, with the, the, um, and, and God with the rainbow and the fire and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it seems that, you know, if this is a, a kind of ambassador angel of God, he has characteristics of, of God, of his, of his master, um, uh, and he's an ambassador, you know, like a, a, a creation in the likeness, like we're in the likeness of God. Here is an angel in the likeness uh, of his master. But, um, yeah, like Aiken was saying, the, 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 the things we'll see when he's, he's under authority, there is a voice above him that says, you know, uh, go and take the book, uh, and that he's... Um, he's he swear uh, later on we see how he he makes an oath yeah and all that kind of thing so yeah i mean it, it, it's just one of those uh, all these characters that we're seeing all these places that we're seeing mm -hmm. is trying to place them who they are yeah. and what yes. they are but yeah I, I my kind of understanding is that it is an angel uh, uh representation an ambassador of, mm -hmm. of god rather than god himself or jesus himself Great. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty convincing to me. Yeah. So in, in a sense, you, you've got a first, it seems like, you know, suggestive of, um, of, 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 you know, uh, an, the angel of the Lord, possibly, you know, with some of those descriptions, but at closer inspection, it seems like it is a, a mighty angel as opposed to, 
Jesus himself. Then he says, um, he says, I heard a voice from heaven say, seal up what the seven thunders have said. So, so there, are, there are a voice, there's, there's a speaking, there's a sharing, a revealing of something uh, from this angel. The voice, voices of the seven thunders spoke. And then, but John was not allowed to write that down, um, but told to seal it up. Um, what do we make of this? I mean, it it um, it does seem to it reminds us of. I think there was something that Daniel was shown. Ah, yeah, and I remember in Daniel's revelation, uh, he was told that you know these things are to be sealed up until the time they they will be revealed at the end times almost maybe maybe inferring that you know in those times a bit like you were saying pastor akin that you know when things begin to happen then they will make more sense or they will be brought to light regarding daniel's um revelation anyway but what do we make of this one what why is it um, to be sealed up and not to be revealed any thoughts on that I got. I mean, I got one of those little handy diagrams as well of the sevens. Let me just see if I can show you. Yeah, that's it. So we, yeah, we got the, the the seals, the trumpets, and the bowls. But we seem to have this little interlude where we've got these uh, these thunders, these seven thunders. Ooh. So, like you say, it's uh, it's something that's to be not be revealed at, at this time. Uh, and is it speaking of, of further judgments, you know, that uh, that maybe after all that we've seen so far, <laughs> we didn't need to be discouraged anymore at the, the disasters that are coming. So maybe it's to be sealed up and, it, it, you know, and experienced rather than uh, revealed. But, you know, it's one of those things where we're so desperate to know everything, but some things God doesn't reveal to us. And uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things in God that's saying, well, it's not for this time. Uh, don't write it down, John, but, you know, you, you'll be a witness of, of yeah. earth in heaven to it. I don't know. What did you make of it? I, I, <laughs> yes, I think that, that that's more or less what, what I read. You know, the, um, the one of, one of the, the, the commentators that I read was just saying that, again, this just shows the, the sovereignty of God, that he does, um, as with Daniel, he reveals lots of things and he reveals so many things. And but then he, he's, it's almost as though God says, OK, but this, this part, you're, you're not ready for this bit yet. And um, I think one of the commenters referred to Jesus when Jesus, when he was talking to his disciples. And uh, that, I think at one point he, he said something about there. There's I have more to tell you, but not not now. You know, that, that will come later. And uh, so the, the, the emphasis really was on that, um, you know, John was, was shown so many things, but they, there was a, a timing, if you like, for the revealing of some further things, and, and that wasn't the right time. But the overall, what I got from the commentator would just say that this is it's all about God's sovereignty, you know, that um, he reveals to us what we need to know, and uh, the things that we don't need to know, it's, it's like he doesn't reveal them to us. And even as we're talking about these interludes, again, it, it's yeah. like this is as much as the earth can can take at this time if they, if they if maybe if that pause didn't take place you know that would have been the and that had continued that they that you know they, they, they that further trumpet had sounded that would have been the end of things it's almost as though god puts that pause in and says okay so it's an opportunity for some people to repent to come back to god to do you know for, for there to be changes and then you know the the judgments proceed again so again the, the commentators again they're just really talking about god's sovereignty 
and the fact that God is in control of everything. And uh, so he reveals what he reveals to know. And then he holds back what the, those things that we, we don't need to know about. And it's all it's about God being in control, and his sovereignty, the yeah, sovereignty yeah, of yeah. God. So this angel, he 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 raises his right hand and uh, he makes an oath, as, as Ben said there, and swears by by the one who created heavens and the earth. And he said, there will be no more delay. Um, no more delay of what? What, what, what? What's he talking about here? Well, because uh, he goes on to say um, he's making this oath. Uh, and, and that in itself is interesting because um, uh, Jesus speaks about making oaths. And uh, I think he kind of is saying, don't be flipping about oaths, because if you're swearing by heaven and by earth, you've got to be serious about what you're swearing to. Mm. And so this angel is making this oath uh, that there will be no more delay. And the mystery of God, at the, at the sound of the seventh trumpet, which is to come, uh, the mystery uh, the mystery of God will be fulfilled. So we're like, well, what, what is this mystery? You know, what, what, what is he talking about? Ephesians 3, 6 says, the mystery is, and this is straight from scripture, the mystery is that Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So it's like, well, here is the mystery. The, uh, you know, what we're relating to is the final consummation of all things. You know, God destroys sinners, establishes his kingdom on the earth. Uh, and it's talking about in the days of the seventh trump, seven trumpet. And as we'll see, you know, it's when the kingdom of the Lord is established. But mystery in scripture, like all the way through, right from the Old Testament, and right in the New Testament, keeps talking about this mystery that was revealed, the mystery that the prophets longed to look into and to yes, know, yes, but it wasn't yes. revealed to them. But in our day, yes. that mystery is revealed. Yeah. So it's spoken of as like a mystery, like a puzzle. But yes. in the New Testament, that mystery has been revealed in Jesus. Mm. And it, it still relate, you know, it still talks about the mystery, the, you know, this yes. thing. But the mystery is actually, you know, the God of the Jews will be the, is the God of the whole world, you know, and, and salvation that came to the Jew first is it was given to them as, as kind of ambassadors of, of heirs of the promise to mm. uh, the, transmit to the whole world. So everybody could have salvation in, if they follow the Lord. And, and that is the mystery revealed from what, from what I understand, you know, uh, of what I've read. Yeah, it's great. It, it doesn't it? It speaks in Romans eight of the whole created order. You know, you think of all the angels sort of watching for the sons of God to be revealed. This incredible kind of mystery unfolding before their eyes. And yeah, as you say, Ben, it, it seems to be like this is the great mystery, the great reconciliation of the world through Christ's work. Yeah. Any any uh, more yes. on the mystery, uh, Pastor Akin? Absolutely. It's just exactly what um, you know what what you're both saying and what you read earlier in, in um, chapter eleven. Uh, that that is when this um, this seventh trumpet when it sounds and mm. it, it, it just talks about now that the the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and it's you know it's it's almost like like well like what Ben was saying all, all throughout um, the scriptures 
there has been this uh, mystery of, of the revealing of the Son of God and how yeah. God's kingdom, how God was going to reestablish that relationship between them, the man that he created, the man that he loved, and how he was going to establish a, a, a new a, a new Jerusalem, a, a new Israel, you know, a new yeah. people, his people. That was what it's all about. You know, even in the Old Testament, Israel is a type of the church, is a type of what God wants to do, to have a people who, you know, they, 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 he is their king and, and they, they and he's their God and they love and they love him and they're in relationship with him and but it seems like through the ages this is not this has not been possible and all the things that um have been prophesied about the Lord Jesus Christ you know when he comes he's going to bring peace he's going to defeat wickedness you know he's going to judge in all of it and it looks as though you know even up until this time it's like wicked men are still prospering they're still thriving and they you know we, we read earlier about the the, the the martyrs you know crying out and saying lord when when are we when are we going to be yes. a, you know avenged and all of these things and it's almost though he's saying that right the time has now come you know Amen. all of these yeah. things that god has promised the people who we read about in the book of hebrews who they said that they they died believing the promises of god but they didn't receive them but they died believing them all of these Ooh. things they the yes, consummation yes, yes. of all of God's desire to have yeah. his own people and, you know, to judge wickedness and to, as you said, reward righteousness. Now, now we're going to see yeah. the fulfillment of all of these things when that Jesus, that Jesus, whom you have been serving, who people have died for, you're going to see him, he's going to see he's um, established on the throne and you're going to see his kingdom established on the earth. You know, we're going to see all of these things. And that, that was what you were reading about. When we come to chapter 11, we'll see what happened when that seventh um, trumpet sounds? It's glorious, and uh, we we need to hold on to to these precious promises as we we read and to rejoice. You know, unless we've seen yes. that there's so many, there's going to be the shakings and all these things. But we should mm. rejoice that when this this mystery is revealed, uh, we remain faithful to the Lord. We're going to be partakers of the good parts, you know, of, of this um, revealing, yes. as it were. So um, yes, there's a lot for us to to rejoice and encourage one another in it that is. to say look come on let's hold on yeah it's, it's a it glorious very uh, encouraging as we talk uh, like yeah. this isn't it you 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 sense that great expectation of of these wonderful things that's why i mean we've we've said it quite a few times you know this time is referred to the great and the terrible you know for for us who are expecting waiting hoping calling out crying you know maranatha even so come lord jesus come mm. you know for us it is the the wonderful accomplishment of the mystery yes you know for for those who've who've continually rejected it's uh oh no you know i i i i rejected him i rejected him so and I, rem I remember that bit in chapter five i don't know if you remember when there's that bit in chapter five where uh the we've got the, the scroll and the lamb and then when jesus is able to open the scroll there's this eruption in heaven of all the angels where they they they're kind of crying out worthy you take the scroll for your blood has ransomed the people for god from every tribe and nation and it's like yes there's that point where the angels kind of they've been waiting for eternity for for man to to this to be revealed to man for the kingdom of god to come yeah and it happens and yeah. they, they they just explode, you yes, know. They've yes. got it. They've got it. Yeah. And uh, you know, they, they, this is kind of the, where we are. This is the rejoicing part, isn't it? Of, of yeah. uh, the realization. And I think we mm. sometimes we it's hard. It's, sometimes we don't have that sense of awe that we should have. Yeah. Um, like communion can become uh, kind of like a routine thing we do at mm. church. But if you know you read in the New Testament about the the, the wonder uh, of what that means and to, what that means to us, 
And then you look at the attitude of the angels uh, here about and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the attitude of this angel when this mystery that is embodied in communion is revealed. I mean, it's just, I, I kind of feel, you know, like it, it's the most awesome thing ever. And uh, heaven erupts at this, this fact. Uh, yes. And we you know, sometimes, we, I don't know, we just, we don't, maybe it's good, we need to meditate on it more as Christians yes. The, yes, and appreciate absolutely. it more so. because you know, when these things happen and when we worship on a Sunday, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it's something of another order. It's yeah. something we need revelation about yes. because yes. it's so very awesome yeah. as we, yeah. we're reading. We're, we're joining, aren't we, with the heavenly hosts and the angels, you know, in this this worship, this this understanding, this celebration of the revelation of the mystery, you know, to even this morning we were singing, is anyone worthy? Is anyone, you know, to to open the scroll? And and we we were actually singing that today and uh, wonderful. Uh, It reminded me again of, you know, what you were saying there, Ben, in 11, it says, you know, you're coming to reward your servants and your saints, those who reverence your name. So as you're saying that, Ben, you know, it, it is that reverence, holy reverence mm. uh, is, is so important. Mm. I'm getting excited as we talk. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? It's not funny. Sorry, that it's very profound, the kind of two sided part of all of this. You know, you've got the it, this really is the culmination of all of our dreams, all of all of our our salvation and yet on the other side it's the you know the the terror the horror of of rejecting the lord and and being separated from him for eternity but let's go on anyway then uh yeah we have this thing the voice that that i had heard from heaven said take the scroll that lies open in the hand of the angel who is standing on the sea of the land and um take the scroll eat it and it, it will turn your stomach sour, but in your mouth it will be as sweet as honey. And and John took the little scroll from the angel's hand, ate it, and indeed it was sweet to the mouth. But uh, once he'd eaten it, it, it did turn sour in his stomach. So so what about this little scroll? I mean, it does, there's a lot of it so similar to jesus with the scroll is anyone worthy to to hold the scroll and and this taking the scroll but as we've said it seems this is not this is you know another angel as we've said and is this then this is this a different scroll what is this scroll i mean i noticed from the commentator i was reading the two words used for scroll the 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 word used for the original scroll in chapter one is biblion and the, it's a different word slightly to this, um, the one used here is Bibliaridon, which is a very small scroll or, or little book, I think you were saying, Ben. Um, so, yeah, what, what about this scroll and, and, um, and this eating the scroll? What's all this about? Uh, Pastor Akin, do you want to start on this yeah. one? Okay. Yes. So, um, what what I t- I read on this is like um, you you were saying there about um, uh, the scroll being now. What I was reading is like um, you would normally you would sometimes write a um, for example a message or something on a scroll. Something will be written on the scroll, and uh, that message might be handed to you know given to a messenger 
and asked them you know, to be taken somewhere. So this, so this uh, commentator was just saying that um, it's it's very it's very much like the the, the role of um, you know, if you like if you like a, a minister to be able to you are only uh, you're only able that in, in these days of um, you know what John is talking about here uh, yeah. it's about people being able to receive messages that that come from God. So they receive these messages from, from the Lord. And then they deliver the message that God has given to them. So this, this is what essentially what he was saying here was that John was able to receive that message. It was and it was to be held to be released at a certain time because I, I think at, at the end here he says that um, he said to me, this is John speaking now, uh, at, in verse eleven, uh, you must prophesy again uh, about many uh, peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. And he was saying that this was, uh, if you like, John a commissioning of John to take this message that he had received from the Lord and deliver it to the people. And uh, he was he was very much likening that to uh, what the church in the, the end times, that very much so, so our, if you like, our commissioning is to be able to receive things from God uh, the same way that John received, you know, he received those, those instructions about taking that scroll and, and um, you know, eating it and uh, the, the taste of sweetness and the bitterness in his stomach but being able to deliver the things that we received from the Lord. So that was what what I, I was reading there. It's, it's about being able to receive things from God and then to deliver them to people. So he was just talking about it being a, a commissioning to go to the nations and take the message to the nations. So that that was essentially yeah. what I, I was reading at, um, yes, around yes. about this particular, um, if you like, incident yeah. here. Yes, yeah. Ben, what about you, you, yourself? What what do you make of this? You know, sweet, sweet to the taste, but 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 turning sour in the stomach. Well, it, it harks back to uh, Ezekiel in the Old Testament because the same thing happened to Ezekiel uh, in Ezekiel three verse three. It says, "Son of man, feed your stomach, fill your body with the scroll that I am giving you." Then I ate it, and it was sweet as honey in my mouth. As here, you know, he, he's uh, he's internalising what Aiken was saying. He's internalising this message. It, it seems to be about taking in the message before, yeah, and then proclaiming it. But the sweetness and the bitterness is an interesting one yeah. because all along we've been talking about how this book that we're we're in is is all about you know the the sweet. Uh, kingdom of God that is going to come, you know, in the prayer that the, the church has prayed yes. through the ages, yes. you know, the Lord's prayer, let your king, it will be done, let your kingdom come, you know, like we've been praying this forever and here, here it oh, comes yeah. and it is a sweetness, but to the rest of mankind, it, it is a, it's bitter. Yeah. Uh, and this is, this is the two sides of, of, yeah. of, of Revelation, if you like, you know, the scroll, two sides of the scroll, sweetness and bitterness. Um, because the wrath is poured out, and and as Aiken says, like a, a commissioning, um, and this the scroll is an interesting one because it's like okay, we've got all these scrolls, you know, can we identify what they are? Does, does it matter? Um, but you know, uh, 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 and it is distinct because it, it's bibliarid on the small scroll um, as opposed to the larger scroll, if you like. Um, and he says, you know, you're going to prophesy, uh, what does it say? prophesy about many peoples and nations and languages and things. And as we go on, and this is direct from the commentator that I'm looking at, in the next few chapters, chapter 12 is about the nation of Israel. Chapter 13 is about the beast and false prophet. 
Chapter 14 is the prelude to the Battle of Armageddon, which all involves, you know, kings and nations and languages and families. It's almost like this little scroll, could it possibly be the rest of the book of Revelation that is, mm-hmm. is about to be poured out? That he's, yes, you know, yes. he, he's taking this in and he's going to then reveal it and we read it now in the 21st century, um, you know, and it's what John took in and is now transmitting to the world through, through the Bible. Yes, yes, I, I was, I was thinking that myself because uh, there's still quite a bit to come, isn't there? Um, mm. You know, of of the revelation of the book um, again regarding many peoples, nations, languages, and kings. Yes. <clears throat> Any more comments we want to 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 say regarding Revelation ten before we go on to Revelation eleven? Um, you know, this this interlude section. Um, any other comment on it before we move on? Just have a look at my notes. So much, isn't there, that um, you know, that we have, yeah. and it's not—it's not like it's going to get any easier as, <laughs> as we go on. <laughs> yeah, we've got so we've got some. You know, I think we're in the mud now. You wait. <laughs> Thank you, D. Yes, you talked about um, you know uh, the idea of the the word becoming, you know, uh, a deep groaning within. Um, so there's the sweetness and yet there is the bitterness of, you know, what it means to the world, what it means to those around you, having a burden and travailing to see something manifest, you know, um, that's very true, very true. You know, if we are to really follow the call of God and we, we, we see the reflection of it even in Jesus himself as he travailed and he wept over Jerusalem, didn't he? And, and so in the, in the same way for us, we, we rejoice in a bit like the, the sweet and the bitter. Yes, we rejoice in what we have, but we're still travailing. We're still groaning, crying, praying for uh, those around us, for our family, for our community, for so yeah, it's a great, um, great, yeah. great mm. observation there. Yes, the challenge is like for us as Christians now is, you know, we, um, you know, we, we rejoice in the relationship that we have with the Lord, and, and times like this, especially when we come together to encourage one another, and like Ben was just sharing about the communion, and when we come to worship, and these th- are great times for us. Mm. But you know, at other times when we consider that the message and the way that it's it's rejected by. Um, you know, people outside outside of the church, yes. you know, but sometimes that's where, you, in one sense, maybe where the bitterness comes from, because yes. we, we come together at times like this when we fellowship and we talk about things that's in the word of God, and yeah. because we, we share we share that relationship in the Lord, it's, it's, it's great, but when we then, um, you know, we want to share that with, with other people, and, and, and sometimes, you know, it, 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 it's actually happening now, sometimes with other Christians even, and uh, certain, you know, truths in in the scriptures uh, some you know elements of of uh, if you like within within um if i can use that word but i don't know if element is the correct word to use or some certain people if i should say um in christian circles will begin yes. to reject parts of the scriptures which we know to be Absolutely. true yeah. the, 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 a bitterness comes from that as well yeah. so it, it, it's 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 quite challenging where on the one hand yes when you are receiving from God, even sometimes when, when we when God chastises us or he, he disciplines us or corrects us, there's still a sweetness in that, isn't it? Because yes. it comes out of his love for us. Ooh. But when you you you, you could imagine you receiving that and then trying to share that with someone else. I remember last week you were talking about um, idolatry 
And, you know, it could be that in, in the course of, you know, looking into that, the Lord begins to convict us of, of areas of idolatry in our lives. And then we're like, oh, Lord, I, I wasn't aware of that. I'm so sorry. Yes. And we repent of that and we receive that. There's, there's that sweetness. Mm -hmm. But then you can share it with other Christians that same thing. And they might reject that to say no, you know, and then that, that's where the bitterness I think comes from as well. And it's like, it's like, it's what Ben is saying. Yeah, yes, we receive yes. those messages from the Lord. It's not that we made them up ourselves. Mm. We receive those things directly from the Lord. And there's that joy, there's that release, there's that peace, there's that freedom. Mm. And then you want to share it with someone, what you've received, you share it with someone, even other Christians. And then when there's a, there's a rejection of that, you know, then, then you begin to feel that's, I guess, where that, that, yes, you think, that bitterness, yes, yes. it comes from that. Yeah. Yes, there, there is a, there is, joy and there's suffering isn't there and, and we've talked about you know the suffering in this bible studies that we've done you know through peter even into mark and and now in revelation so there is that two sides to the coin you know there is there's a rejection we experience as we as we even present the truth isn't there and we look at all of the prophets really and they they had this kind of double-sided they had the awesome revelation and yet they were rejected from many around them they were abused many of them persecuted so you got this two sides to the uh, um to being a believer if you like anyway friends we've come to nearly the end it's it's almost quarter two we haven't really got time to start reading chapter 11 but uh, so thank you for joining us lovely to have you all with us Yes, um, D, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, you've you've had the the both, and D D is a fantastic example, if I can say, dear D, you know where that that joy of the Lord is manifest and obvious, and yet at the same time we know that you know we experience the pain of 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 our you know those around us, those who are close to us sort of, if you like, rejecting the message or even rejecting us sometimes because of what God's given us. But um, as as both Ben and, and Pastor Akin have said tonight and alluded to, the Lord is in control, the Lord knows, the Lord is with us and on our side. And, um, you know, we're on the winning team and uh, with with the Lord, we're in the majority and you know, and we're looking forward to this wonderful mystery being accomplished. Uh, it's 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 as certain as tomorrow follows today. Be encouraged. And uh, over to Ben and Pastor Akin for the last couple of words. Cheers, everybody. I'm drinking beer. <laughs> I'm sure it's made from the grapes of the Garden of Eden. God's <laughs> own invention, Bimto. It's just Vimto. Awesome. Do we believe it's Vimto, Vimto. everyone? Comments in the <laughs> <laughs> good best it was. Great great to be here and uh, we look forward to seeing everyone again next Sunday. Amen. Amen. Thanks. God bless, God bless everyone. Bye. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye.